Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. These guys are ridiculous. These guys are ridiculous. Now, how about them down? And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording Thursday, February 22nd. After the Celtics win over the Chicago Bulls, they took down Chicago by a score of 129 to 112. Uh, slight slip up in the second quarter, but other than that, a pretty dominating, uh, dominant game for the uh, Celtics, I should say. Um, there's a weird stretch where Vucevic was just kind of getting what he wanted. He was finding, you know, uh, the pockets in the post. He was setting hard screens, getting the Bulls open. Once the Celtics adjusted, threw some more bodies at him in the third quarter. Bulls were cooked, and it was kind of like wipe your hands clean, get out of here, you're done. And uh, they they controlled it from there. So pretty good way to come out of the All Star break. This is exactly exactly what you want from the best team in the Eastern Conference. And better yet, Sam Cavaliers lost seven game lead in the East for the Celtics now. Feeling good. Rest in piss. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden they're not playing Mickey Mouse teams and they lose. Big shock, right? No, I mean, this was a game from the Celtics, to say the very least. Started off, tweeted out the Kevin James video. I was like, this team is ready to roll. They started the engines and then the engines exploded in the second quarter. And they went into the, the breakdown three. But then they, they fixed the engines. They came out and they just beat the brakes off the Bulls in the second half. And that's exactly what you expected to happen. But from start to finish, uh, I'm not going to complain about this, though. I, I thought they did a good job in responding. If you want to look at the poor second quarter, yes. you can. But really, the important part is Jason Tatum came out of the half after I texted you. And I said, this man just had a circle jerk for him the whole week. MVP and he's done nothing. He had five points at the break. He had 20 in the second half, and he got himself going by driving, forcing the issue, and getting himself to the free throw line. Then he saw a couple go in, and he just kind of caught fire, made a really tough fall away at the shot clock buzzer uh, out of the post on, I think, Kobe White. Then he made a couple of uh, pull-up threes. Like He looked really comfortable out there in the second half, had a bunch of steals too. Like Good Tatum game overall. I'm very happy with the way he responded after the slow start. And uh, shout out to Jalen because I think he had one point in the second half, but he was a big reason why they were in the game at the break. Mm -hmm. He was unconscious to start this one. And another Jalen takes the fourth most shots on the game on the team game, which mm -hmm. we've seen him take less and less shots as we've gone along this season. Interesting trend. Yeah, he he dominated that second quarter though. Like he that second quarter he took. Seven shots, five, seven, three, four was unconscious, like you said. 14 points carried him through. Uh, and then Tatum in the third quarter after struggling <clears throat> was just dominant. Like 15 points, two rebounds, three assists, five of eight, three of five. He did everything uh, for the Celtics in that game. He was the reason that they re-extended their lead. Uh, and for what it's worth, you mentioned the response. Nikola Vucevic in the first half um, <clears throat> was 9 of 12 with 20 points, nine rebounds, two assists. In the second half, he was... 
one of seven for two points with uh, five rebounds. So I'd say they did a pretty good job of adjusting and figuring out a way to slow him down throughout the game. And by the time it got to the third quarter, like they were sending extra bodies, they were keeping him on the perimeter. They weren't letting him get in deep post position. It was, yeah, you, you got us once like, you know, fool me once shame on, on you basically fool me twice shame on me. And they didn't let him fool mm. me twice. Yeah. I despise Vucevic. Not really. But I was annoyed that he played well in this game, enough to keep Chicago in it. Um, little concerning to see them not be able to handle the big body. I I will also say, yes, Vucevic made a bunch of shots. It was also Drummond made some good post moves. I thought this was Rage equal parts. Yeah, I thought this was equal parts those two getting hot in the post and Celtics did just also miss a bunch of open threes. Like they did just miss their shots and it did correct itself. And that's what you saw in the second half of the game. Like the Celtics got <clears throat> plenty of open shots. Kristaps Porzingis was a brick machine in the first half. He got a ton of open ones. Jason Tatum, you know, was not himself driving to the rim in this one at times, but by the time the second half came around, everything even down on offense and Vucevic calmed down, they adjusted. And I'm not as concerned uh, at, of, or, I'm not concerned as concerned about, excuse me, um, them not being able to handle Vucevic for a quarter. And I'm more happy that they saw what happened, adjusted, and now have that, you know, clink memory in the back of their brain to to adjust moving forward. Because for what it's worth, it's not like this has been physicality has been a problem for them at times this season, but it's not like they've been getting murdered in the post by teams. Like even Jokic, like they defended Jokic really damn well. He just made a million fucking contested shots when they played him. Right. So I think they've done a good job at defending the post for the most part this season, especially with Embiid too. Like you, you look early in the season. Embiid throw, had his lowest totals against yeah. the Celtics. You look at Embiid, you look at Cat, you look at Randall, you put Drew Holiday on those guys. Like you have an answer for him. It's weird. They didn't go to holiday on Vooch in this one. Um, cause I do, I do think Porzingis got bodied a little bit too much for my liking, but I'm glad they found a way to adjust to it. Uh, excuse me in the second half. And I, I think it was much better for them. Um, obviously, uh, by the result of the game. So holiday only had two steals credited to him in this game. It felt like he caused a lot more disruptions than that. And he did a great job of being the help guy on drives to your credit. I vividly remember him poking the ball off of Vucevic a few times. So the fact that he helped them muck up that whole Vucevic just getting whatever he wants type thing, which might not have necessarily been the way it played out, but regardless, he wasn't missing a whole lot in the first half. And they threw him off his rhythm after the halftime break. So completely fine with the response on that. I think overall having Tillman should help them down the line if they run into physicality problems. It's been a lot of the billing on him since the trade where it's like, well, he's in a battle for you. He's hung with the big bodies of the West, like Anthony Davis and Jokic. So he should be able to give the Celtics a little extra help there. I was a bit surprised not to see him until garbage time today, just because it felt like they could have used that help. Now, Cornette was really good, especially in the second half. I was going to say, so I can see why that didn't necessarily happen until garbage time. But, on defense, I didn't think Cornette was fantastic. I watched him get bumped off both those guys a few times. Yeah. And it's going to happen. They're big bodies. Like Drummond is an extremely strong individual. Of course, you're going to get bumped off. But the positives on Cornette, super cool dunks galore. The dabs. Yeah. Uh, he, what do you have? Yeah, he had four rebounds too. Like 
he was just a good energy guy in this game. He was involved in the turnaround. He did a great job of running the floor. And this was a game where you had the luxury of noticing Luke Cornett and noticing him for the right reasons. Usually he's just not heard from. Mm-hmm. More often than not, when he is heard from, it's for a good reason. Today was another one of those days. Eat your heart out comments. I was going to say they're in shambles. <clears throat> they're super mad. <laughs> Nobody's um, just because of that. They're going to be like, damn it. I don't want to hear them talk about Luke Cornett and say nice things. They're mad. They're big mad. Cornett was awesome in this game, man. The dunks were great. Um, the defense, like you said, wasn't as good as it should be um, for what it's worth. I don't think anybody did a great job on those guys uh, in general. I just think they did a good job of not letting him get to those spots in the second half, not necessarily like defending him super well in those spots. Like they would send help once he did. Like, it's not like there was a ton of one-on-one like greatness guarding Vucevic in that spot. Um, But Cornette certainly didn't, you know, solve the issue there. So maybe you could have gone with Tillman, but Cornette's like length in his ability to roll um, screening hustle guy down low, getting the rebounds, obviously the super cool dabs were fun. Uh, he's just, you know, he, he did everything he needs to do uh, in this game. Um, and so credit to him, you don't pay him to guard starting centers. And so it's easy to see him struggle against them. And also like there was one possession where he was on under Drummond where Vooch, like Drew Holiday just helped for no reason. And like it led to an open bucket. So it's like, at least give him the chance to guard him, Drew. Come on. Like, <laughs> let me see him get a chance first. Uh, and then in the second half, he did get his chance and he got barreled through. So may- maybe Drew was a little bit correct, but um <laughs> Maybe you see Tillman in those spots a little bit. Didn't matter in the end. I think the real star of the show in this one, Derek fucking White, is so good at basketball. Yeah, Derek White finished this game. 28 points, three rebounds, five assists, two steals, three blocks, all three blocks in the first quarter uh, of the (coughs) excuse me of the game. Uh, Nine of 14 from the field, five of 10 from deep, five of five from the free throw line. Obviously, you know, notice the three point shooting when it comes to Derek White, right? He took 10 threes, made five of them huge outside of that he shot four of four from the field he his float game is elite as a pick and roll player he is one of the best guards in the nba his ability to adjust his body what do you call him um the shapeshifter the shapeshifter his ability to morph his body into whatever position he needs to get his float up and to get that shot in and down his finishing around the rim i argue he is the best player at drawing fouls on the team in t- like he might not get the most, but like in terms of, I- I'm not gonna look for it, and, and I'm probably wrong by the numbers, but the eye test tells me. Don't look, don't look at the numbers. I'm not getting downhill, looking for contact and driving through guys. He's not only the best finisher, but also gets the most calls in those spots. And so I think he's great in the in the, uh, those areas. This was a masterclass from Derek White, who didn't even take the most shots on the team. He took what the third most on the squad with 14 behind Tatum and Kristaps, who I mean, nobody took 20 shots in the game, which is fine. Good distribution uh, in this game, yeah. I really felt so, like shout out to Derek White. I think he was the best player on the floor tonight for the Celtics. Uh consistent. Derek White came out firing. That man had 12 points right off the rip. He had three blocks in this game. They all came right in the first quarter, setting the tone. I think we we owe a shout out to Big Cat. Uh, he has the opposite effect on Derek White compared to JJ Redick. He was at the Barstool headquarters hanging out with the Pardon My Take boys and has a monster start to the second half of the season after. So big time respect. Thank you, Big Cat. Hashtag thank you, Big Cat. Uh, 
He has broken the J.J. Redick curse, gotten the stink off of him, whatever you may want to say. Derek White is officially mm-hmm. back. Not to say he wasn't back before the break because he had a few fourth-quarter takeovers, but he looked fantastic in this game today, and he looked super confident. Uh, Ten threes in this game for Derek White. I can't tell you the last time he took double-digit threes. Probably more frequent than you think because he does a lot. take a lot of threes. <laughs> I was going to say, I think he does it a lot. Let me I'll look. The NFL season is wrapping up. And there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. Now, the app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and more. So visit FanDuel.com Boston. And make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. To your point, Jack, he does a great job of getting inside. And he made all his free throws. Not everybody can say that on this team. Looking at you, Tatum and Brown. <laughs> Last time was the Atlanta game where he also was 5 of 10. Uh, he did it against New Orleans. Let me just see how many times he's done it this season. Uh, 10 times this season. <laughs> he's taken 10 or more threes, including in the Golden State Warriors loss. He took 18 threes which i feel like that's got to be something that was he one made... of the games he couldn't buy one <laughs> well he made well he made seven of them so he still shot 39 percent. so he's still shooting pretty well <laughs> yeah he still made seven of them but it, i mean seven of 18 is a, it's a maybe he number. missed like big ones in that game i remember him missing shots maybe well he did miss 11 technically but like i remember him like feeling like he was cold in that game mm-hmm. it is the third most threes ever taken in a game by a celtic in the regular season so there's a, a stat for you, but yeah, no, Derek White was awesome in this game. I still contend that he is a top five defender in the NBA. I mean, like Scout was saying on the broadcast, those blocks that he got were not like, like you'll see him get the chase down blocks, the block from behind, like that sort of a signature. He was just blocking guys straight up in this game. Like he, he defended Vooch in the post and he was just like, nah, I'm going to play Rudy Gobert and just send it back. It was, it was nuts. Like, like you don't, guards don't do that. That's not a thing. Like you don't just see you, anybody do that. A billion six, blocks. Six blocks in the first quarter. They finished 11. With 11 blocks and 10 steals. They were, there was a point in this game where the Bulls had five made field goals and the Celtics had four blocks. <laughs> like they were matching them for a long point in this game. Derek White was incredible. He's awesome. Should have been an all star. They messed up. <clears throat> Winning doesn't matter. Drew Holiday was also good. Made some big time threes in this game. Um, nine points, six assists, two steals, one block for him, three rebounds. Uh, Sam Hauser, three of three, two of two. Inclu- Dude, that three Sam Hauser made in transition where he looked off Tatum was fire. That was so sick. It was like, so that was, <clears throat> it was big boy. It was the fastest like pass fake I think I've ever seen. And he had to do it that fast because the defender realized the personnel. It was like, wait a minute. I need to get out there. But the pass fake slowed him down just enough for that shot to come off clean and he drilled it. Yeah, dude, that that was nuts. And Tatum got amped for him after the play too. Like Tatum started screaming in his face. That was sick. Yeah, he was um, screaming in his face. He said, "Why didn't you give me the ball? I need mm-hmm. to take more threes. <laughs> Not an amazing uh, Horford game. He was fine. He grabbed some rebounds. Um, couldn't slow down Vooch either. Vooch was just doing whatever he wanted. Uh, Pritchard solid. Made his threes. Um, four rebounds, one assist. He made some uh, big t- ones. <clears throat> yeah, Set the tone in the fourth quarter and helped them kind of seal off this one because Chicago hung around the entire game, which I despise. I hate when the Bulls hang around or, or any team yeah. hangs around. Not to say the Celtics are doing anything wrong. This is a, did I feel around? uncomfortable. They did. 
the lead was they went 10 down more 16 the in the first quarter. Yep. And then they came all the way back to take a like, I mean, throughout the game, they hung around. And oh, okay. Richard closed the door on them by coming out in the fourth quarter and making back to back threes. The reason why I hate this is not because I think the Celtics are doing anything wrong. I just don't like with the feeling, oh, wow, like this game isn't over yet. You got to watch out. Be careful. Like, what what is the latest you feel like they were in the game? Because I'm like hung around. I like. I feel like they didn't really hang around. They just made a comeback. Check, they, they hung around. Out. They they kept the game close throughout the first, like into the half, the third quarter, like half. Yeah, but like halfway through the court, third quarter, through the fourth, it was not a game anymore. What, so they, they competed. Went up Fifteen. I didn't think it was close in the fourth quarter. <clears throat> it was ten or more for the entire fourth quarter, and like four minutes into the third, it was five, and it never got below five again. Like it was up. I think it when it was like nine, I want to say probably. <laughs> two and a half to three minutes left in the third quarter. I felt like it still was a game, but after that Tatum took over and I kind of felt I comfortable, guess. but Pritchard removed all doubt. I suppose I, I see what you mean. This isn't me like nullifying Pritchard shots. He made some big shots. I just don't know. Uh, I I don't know. I guess for me, it never feel like they hung like around goals. in this game. They were in the first half. Yeah. And in, in like the first few minutes of the third, but like, then they fucking stomped them for the rest of like they the did last quarter them. and a half, like the last quarter and a half. It wasn't close, but you know how the league goes now. It's like 12 points is only a couple yeah, possessions. It's not like a, a world away. I don't know. It just felt to me the way the Bulls got back in this game wasn't sustainable. So maybe that's just an in my head thing. Like, I, I didn't think that it was like a reasonable thing that they were like it, it, their offense didn't feel like it was going to sustain itself throughout the game. So like, I, I totally understand your point. Like that's fair. I guess. Not, a nine point lead is three possessions. I get that. And I say it all the time. It just, yeah, I, I was going to say like, when I get mad yeah, when yeah, they yeah. leads, you're always Definitely. like, well, that's no, just no, no. how it goes. And I'm like, for well. sure. For sure. Um, I don't know. It just, it just didn't feel like the bulls. Like once Vucevic stopped scoring, I was like, yeah, this game's over. Like they, they had no other no like consistent. Bulls. Yeah. The, well, outside you of know, Vucevic you know, in this game, you are familiar with their game. They can't fool you. They had no consistent form of offense once Vucevic stopped getting whatever he wanted in the post, and then they were cooked from there. Speaking of cooked, Celtics faces just took a fucking beating tonight. Derek White hit in the face with a basketball. Sam Hauser elbowed in the face. Drew Holiday forearmed in the face by Kobe White. They, sh- they need to invest in some face masks in Chicago. Jesus. I know. That man, Hauser, got absolutely clubbed. I even deleted <laughs> my scout tweet because I said, oh, yeah. no, he actually got hit. Yeah, he got a point on that one. Yeah, it's like, I'm not going to make fun of scout for this one. That man got annihilated. And then Luke Cornette said, all right, my bad. I'm going to score all the points now. <laughs> I was going to say, of, of like, of all the times for scout is somewhat overreact, like, that was the time, brother. Yeah, yeah. you got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got it. I was like, I'm going to leave him alone tonight oh man that was great uh tillman got his first bucket as a celtic one of one super cool post move super cool block too he, he got up there for that one tillman looks uh obviously played two fucking minutes but that was cool springer He's missed his dog. one shot Sfima Kailu took a james Harden sidestep super cool three-pointer and just fucking drained it uh Sfima Kailu is an enigma man i don't i don't get him an enigma <laughs> well isn't that a good word for it he's just like what the fuck it is, is it is, it is, it is. Uh, it's special stuff, dude. Um, also, very random and didn't matter at all. Why the fuck did the refs just decide to call every screen on the Celtics and not they on the really Bulls? That, that was super weird. Like, like it, I, I have no problem with the refs in this game at all outside of that one little thing that was just so fucking random. Like, what? What? <laughs> what are we doing? Did you guys just get bored of not blowing the whistle all night? Like, what the, what the hell? They have are you to get calling? ready for the playoffs. Like, if they don't blow their whistles now, they'll get fatigued if they have to do it a lot in the playoffs. Like, yeah, it that is like a cardio slash like <laughs> respiratory thing. Like, you have to have the air to blow the whistle. 
Very weird. Uh, I think that covers it. Derek White, best player on the floor, in my opinion. Tatum, great bounce back. Uh, finished with 25-7-5, and it felt like he didn't do much in this game. Three steals as well. Jalen had his big night. Team high, plus 19. Obviously, the Luke Cornette stuff. Uh, Chris Stops, we didn't talk about. He didn't play Super Bowl. Didn't hit, really hit his shots, but it, it didn't end up mattering. I felt like that first half, a lot of it was his problem, not being able to slow down Vooch. Um I don't know. Like it felt like he didn't use his length well enough. Like he was trying to body him back instead of like playing his own game. Um, but it didn't matter in the end. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Good game. Good good way to come out. A- a w <laughs> needed that after the break. Good start to the break. W indeed. Uh, any final thoughts? Nope. Uh, Nick Saturday. You probably have to play better than this. Uh, relatively so. They're injured, <laughs> but yes. They're they're injured. It's no OG, no Julius, so they they've got a depleted squad. Perfect. Uh, that means the excuse. <laughs> uh, let us know what y'all thought. Make sure to subscribe to How About Them Celtics. We appreciate you. Leave a like on the video. Check us out on the podcast platforms. And I'll let Sam take it out. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening or watching. If you're watching, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell so you don't miss any of our daily uploads. We have the full pods coming at you Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Talking seas with Bobby will be going on later today. As it happens every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Friday and Monday are both live. So we'll we'll figure out what time it's going to happen. But we'll be here. We promise. 11? All right. We'll be here at 11. You be here. uh, We hate you. Despise you. And you're banned from the channel. Uh, You can also find us on Spotify and Apple. The pods and game recaps are there. Audio only. You can find us via email, hbtcpod at gmail.com. If you reach out to us there, you can tell us what you thought of tonight's win over the Bulls, how you're feeling about Saturday. We are going to record on Saturday for Sunday, so we'll be reading your emails then. You can reach out and follow us on socials at How About Them Seas, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook is just the name of the podcast. You can find our streams there and on YouTube and on Twitter a half hour before every single game. Jack's towards that Jack's money be minds at Sam LaFrance and be it's it for us. Bye. Check, check, go. Come on. Tackles. 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 Tackles.